You are now listening to a Los Wise Guys production. What's up, and welcome to a very special episode of Los Wise Guys Podcast, where we reflect on various topics for your amusement. If you like what you hear, follow us on social media. Like, subscribe, share. Rate and review. Don't forget to pray. I'm your host, Eslam, God of the Sun. Ra! Accompanied by Daniel, the madman, Papa Sun Killer. Or is it the Papa Sun Killer madman? No, the Papa Madman Sun Killer. Rosado? He's Papa. tired, ladies and gentlemen. He's he's, yeah, he's know, really sorry. tired. I got I got majoritis. <laughs> yeah, that's just ridiculous. Wait a while ago. <laughs> Yo, I ate a lot. <laughs> I ate a lot, lot. Yeah, we ate a while ago. I don't know why. I don't like, know. I'm starting to feel a little bit sleepy. That's just because I was just laying down for a minute. I don't know, Dan. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me, to be honest with you. Oh, man. So as as you as you guys know, we've recorded a few episodes where Eslam is tired or he just ate. Now this is one of them. So get ready. Get ready. Oh yeah. No, there we go. Oh yeah. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so what are we doing today? We're gonna talk about some of the uh, interesting, unexplained events and. Uh, Perhaps some would say mysteries throughout the histories. You know what I'm saying? So just uh, like we just that. went down a list. Is that a segment? Mysteries out throughout the histories? No, because I can't do this again. It took a while to get these five. <laughs> but I like I like the title. I, oh, I'm, can that I'm be good the at coming episode up with title? Titles. Yeah. Can that be the episode title? Yeah, sure. Mysteries throughout the histories. Yeah, tell you what, you get to edit this one. I'm not editing shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's there to edit? We're just gonna put. This no, I'm just. I mean, it's cu- it's called editing. Like when you're doing everything. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't mean like. Yeah. Edit, edit. I just okay, mean, okay. Uh, you'll, you'll, you'll do this one so you get to name it and everything. Yay. There you go. Yay. Let's see if you remember what it's called by the end of it. Thank you, Papa Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, we just we uh, we decided to just look up different things that we thought were interesting, and uh, we're going to bring it to the podcast. We're going to talk about it a little bit, and hopefully you guys find it interesting, too. And I if you, you do, say a little bitch, but... Okay. <laughs> and if you do, uh like Islam said, make sure you like uh you like, subscribe and rate and review and all the other stuff. Share, pray. Yeah. Pray share. That. Do all that. That should be an app. Share your prayers. Pray share. Share your prayer. Yeah. Pray share. Okay, I I heard you. Nah. We'll say it right. I'm not trying to say what you're saying. I'm saying what your thing does. What's your it's, it's, what the fuck are you <laughs> say the first one. Say the first one, goddamn. What's yours? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so my first one is called the Wow Signal. Uh, I almost picked that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the Wow Signal was a strong narrow band radio signal received on August nineteen, August fifteen, nineteen seventy seven, by Ohio State University's Big Ear radio telescope in the United States. Mm. Then used to support uh, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. So. Uh, the signal was, um, 
appear to have come from the Sagittarius uh, constellation mm-hmm. of stars and bore an expected hallmark of extraterrestrial origin. Mm. Excuse me. Astronomer Jerry R. Eman. You're straight up just reading the whole article. E-H-M-A-N. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, discovered the anomaly. Uh, the, anom- <laughs> the anomaly. That's what you said, isn't it? No, I said anomaly. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even notice. Uh, the anomaly. Fuck. <laughs> the anomaly. <laughs> the anomaly. There it is. And the reason why it's called the wow signal, because when he found it, he circled it and wrote wow, wow. next yeah. to it. So it was um, hallmarked the wow signal. Um, The reason why this is, well, for one, it's unsolved because we don't know the origins of it. We don't know who sent it. We never got any other signals from that region. Yeah. There was no other uh, supporting evidence of anything. Um, But recently... Um, there was another, I think, uh, radio signal or some type of um, extraterrestrial um, something that came from outer space. Uh, I remember seeing an article about it, but I never read it, and I don't know why I didn't look for this um, before we started. You don't have to get too in. Like, I didn't go too in-depth with any of my shit and all that. Um, Oh, here it is. It's a CNN article. Mysterious radio signal from space is repeating every 16 days. Mm. Um, So it's a CNN article. You can look it up. It's uh, I just looked up radio signal from outer space. It's literally the first link that came on Google. Um, uh, The first time the researchers noticed the pattern in a series uh, of uh, bursts coming from half a billion light years from Earth. Um, that is a really fucking far time and for it to be repeating every 16 days, yeah. that's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, wow. I, I'm actually going to probably read this article more in depth afterwards, but that's one of the mysteries that hasn't been solved yet yeah. is the wow signal. Yeah. That's a pretty cool one. Uh, like I said, I almost picked that one. Um, anything, anything involving space and potential like, uh, signals from outer space is always going to be extremely interesting it's always gonna be something that uh catch people catches people's attention uh stuff like that it's something that they like to do in movies and tv shows video games stuff like that uh what happens in real life it's always it's always pretty cool um anything space related remember when they and there was that thing they thought it was a spaceship what was called the uh what was it called the the, the huawei or some shit like that the huawei is a phone company in in China. That was the episode that we did. Uh, yeah. I hated doing that episode. Make sure you go back, look for it, and uh, listen to it again. And like, what was the share, episode about? We talked about that. Huawei. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, it was Rudy's topic, and I remember we were s- sitting there talking about it, and I was bored out of my mind the entire goddamn episode. Okay. Uh, there was that. Oh, because they were talking about them spying on us through their phones and TVs and shit. Nah. Okay. Well. <laughs> they were. They're trying to. Um. But now I I don't remember it was like the it was something weird it was like the Nuba Nuba some shit like that it sounded like a fucking devil fruit okay. I don't know <laughs> it was some shit it looked like a piece of shit floating around in space they thought it was a spaceship um but anyway uh mine my first one I want to talk about the Kentucky meat shower uh yeah you have that one first of all <laughs> just want to talk about the name real quick. <laughs> <laughs> That shit sounds like some type of sex thing. 
okay? Be like, well, yo, what you do to her last night? I gave her that Kentucky meat shower. Damn right. Like, damn right. Or, or that sounds like, bro, that's the that's the hillbilly version of a bukkake. <laughs> the Kentucky meat shower. Do you know what a bukkake is? The Kentucky meat shower happened wait, wait, in eighteen. Yes, my... I do. In okay. eighteen seventy six, <laughs> where uh. A lot of meat began to fall from the sky, Islam. It's the meat. Meat fell from the sky in Kentucky. Nobody knew what was happening. The article I read, which I cannot find, said there was some lady outside making some soap. <laughs> she saw some meat go down. She was like, I know that's meat. People were checking it out. Those who dared to eat the meat, yeah, some people actually ate it, said it was probably lamb or deer. Then scientists came by. I was like, I think this is the, I have it here. They claim that it was the lung tissue of either a horse or a baby human. Because uh, apparently they're similar. <laughs> the lung tissue of a horse or a baby. What year was it again? I'm sorry. 1876. When were planes invented? No idea. Okay, I got to look this up because I'm having a feeling like they were transporting something and it fell. The uh, theory is that there were buzzards that were uh, flowing overhead. And buzzards are known to vomit and regurgitate shit. And... Uh, they think that that's what it was, and they kind of just vomited the meat as they were passing by. Yeah, but how intact was the meat that they vomited? And people that don't, it didn't it didn't explain. But the thing is, supposedly, when a buzzard does vomit, no, if another that. one sees it, it gives them the urge to do so as well. So if there are a collection of buzzards doing so, yeah. apparently a lot can be. Ooh, that is an interesting theory. I like that one. So that's that's the theory that that they're going with right now. Kentucky meat shower. It is nothing sexual. Possibly some birds throwing up. And if you think that's sexual, then I guess do you, man. Do you, man. Um, 1903, so it wasn't a plane. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah, the Wright brothers invented their plane or the first flying test. Wow, 18 what? 76. Jeez. Okay. Buzzards. Aliens. That's always always a possibility. What, they were just trying to eat a burger and that shit just fell? Well, you said the lungs of a baby human or a horse. That shit, they could have been experimenting and they're like, fuck, we got to drop the weight so we can get out of orbit. Or, you know, it was the buzzards. (laughs) I like my aliens better. What's what's your next one? My next one, the Black Knight. Okay, I... I came across it. I didn't see it. That's a space one too, right? The Black Knight satellite conspiracy theory. Um, conspiracy theory. Yes. Okay. Uh, the conspiracy claims that there is a spacecraft in near polar orbit of the Earth that is of extraterrestrial origin and that NASA is engaged in a cover-up regarding this extraterrestrial uh, existence and origin. Um, so I have a picture here of it in uh, from 1998 NASA yep. of the black satellite. Yeah, I saw it, and um, it looks interesting. It um, it doesn't look like a ship to me. Um, could be. It looks like honestly like a piece of a uh, like a fender or like a side of a car <laughs> that's just in outer space. Just chilling. So uh, honestly, to me, it looks more like a a piece of large uh, space debris than it is a satellite. Um, if it is of extraterrestrial origin, it makes sense for the weird, uh, looking object. Um, for us, our satellites usually have dishes to pick up and send signals or, um, some type of monitors or, uh, some type of solar panels for energy, Mm -hmm. um, collection. So I don't see any of that in this. 
So to me, like again, if it is extraterrestrial, it's definitely gonna be um, something that doesn't look anything like our technology. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think all it, it it all it is is just a piece of space debris. This is it's a piece there. of cool looking space debris. Also, with uh, because it's in outer space and you're taking a picture of it, you really can't one um, the size of it is. Yeah is not you can't really tell that well you don't have anything to like scale and there's no perspective because space is so wide for you to turn around or something is just you'd have to get up real close to it and get it and see what it is um but yeah that's uh that's my number two that's interesting like i said i came across it once again anything space related it's always going to be interesting you know yeah definitely what the hell's out there you know any little thing happens we're all like holy shit what's up okay My next one. Uh, this is the last one I picked up when I was trying to figure out a fifth one. Uh, Unsinkable Sam. I'm I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I need you to say that shit slowly. Unsinkable Sam. Unsinkable Sam. Yeah. Sam as an S-A-M. Yeah. There was a man named Sam, and he was unsinkable. Oh, I never said that. I'm just saying. Like, I'm <laughs> using Sam in a sentence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're, are you okay? Can you make it through this episode? I can make it. You just, like... <laughs> The way you said that shit was just. How like, else am I supposed to like, say? You're like unsinkable Sam, and I'm just like, whoa. I'm high right this now. This ain't man. easy, ladies and gentlemen. Unsinkable Sam was a cat named Oscar. <laughs> His name is not even Sam. They couldn't say unsinkable Oscar. That's the mystery. <laughs> no, um, his name was Oscar. Some bullshit. That's what it is. He was a cat that was aboard a, a Nazi ship in uh <laughs> He's a Nazi cat. <laughs> oh man. It was called um Bismarck. That was the name of the ship. Um it was sunk by the British in uh it was sunk by the British ship called the Cossack in nineteen forty one. British the British crew crew found the cat. They took it and they were like, um, okay, we're just gonna keep the cat. We're they called him Oscar. Um later during that same war, the Cossack was uh, sunk by a torpedo, uh, killed 159 people. The cat survived, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, they named him Unsinkable Sam, and he went aboard the uh, boat called the Ark Royal, which was also torpedoed. <laughs> <laughs> was this cat black? This time, in the picture it is, uh, by a Nazi U-boat. Can I uh, see the picture? Yeah, it's, it's over here. It's a black and white picture, but yeah. I know. Oh, okay. It's yeah. a black and white cat. Yeah, black and white. Um, so that was sunk, and then uh, it was he survived that, and he went to Bel- Belfast, and then he just stayed in this dude's house for that. But it's like it w- I was trying to find something uh, to put in here, and I How was is like, "That a mystery? Cats have nine lives. He just survived. Th- he just used three of his lives. All these people died. <laughs> I just." <laughs> Well, people don't have nine lives. No, I get that. Get, on, I, get on the cat's level. It's not so much that it's a, it's a mystery. It's just a, a weird occurrence. Yeah, like yeah. I said, I was trying to find a fifth one. This is the best I could come up with at the time. And uh, I, I honestly, it was mostly because of the fact that it, they called him Oscar, but he's also Unsinkable Sam. That's that's what got me. That that little bit of that's knowledge so is what got stupid. me. so fucking stupid. Well, Unsinkable Sam. Everybody who took the cat died. They're, they're all going to give him different names. Nobody knew what the cat He probably was called like Murphy. Before all His this, his name was Klaus on the German ship. <laughs> they were like Klaus. That's it. I don't know. I don't know how to do an accent. <laughs> yeah, no, they, didn't, they didn't want to do anything. <laughs> yeah. They didn't want to do. They just wanted to look their way. Klaus. God. God. Klaus. <laughs> what, what's your next one? 
<laughs> My next one. The terrifying mm. paranormal mm-hmm. case mm. of Doris mm-hmm. Bither. Okay. Okay. Doris Bither. Yeah. Bro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What'd you do? Uh, Doris Bither's story is possibly one of the most terrifying and well-documented paranormal accounts. Um, she was repeatedly plagued by three poltergeists. Uh, poltergeist is a type of ghost. Yeah. Dan, uh, do you want do you want to give a little description of exactly what a poltergeist? Oh, is? I can't tell the difference between poltergeist okay. and ghost. You think right. I am? Poltergeist uh, was a was a movie. Okay. Back in the day, is the a poltergeist a, a ghost that can interact with the human world? Um, I assume a ghost can also interact with the human world. So uh, maybe, I don't know. Right. I, well, I can look it up if well, you want me to. Well, the the thing is, these three poltergeists raped her on several occasions. Okay. And many of these events were witnessed by doctoral researchers from the University of California. So they, so they watched f- it happen? They would I I don't know. I don't know, Dan. This just sounds real weird. Yeah. Um I don't know why three doctors or I don't know why I said three, but I was about to say there's three girls and there's three doctors. I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> no, 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 this it is it's like, starting to add up in the wrong way. It's not three doctors. I'm just dyslexic. <laughs> okay. Um I don't know why these doctoral researchers Yeah. Were there three of them? Uh, it doesn't say. Okay. Um, that witnessed these events and let her get raped. Like, yeah, this this doesn't make sense. But let me read a little bit more of um, go for it. Uh, of what's happening. In August uh, of 1974, Dr. Barry Taff, a doctor in psych uh psychophysiological, Mm -hmm. uh biomedical engineer, Mm -hmm. and a world renowned uh uh paraphysial. Parapsychologist was discussing issues. See, that's that's three different doctors. I don't like this. Yeah, I don't like nah, this nah. three and three. I don't like it. She might have been a crazy lady. They dressed up as poltergeist and fucked her. I don't know. Maybe that's that's not cool. Yeah. Um, discussing issues related to his latest case with an associate while browsing books at the local bookstore. Uh, local bookstore. Um, Doris Bithers overheard the conversation, approached Dr. Taft, telling him that her house was haunted and she needed help. Mm. He agreed to investigate and as the time uh and at the time thought it would be another standard case, no different from the hundreds of other reports. Mm-hmm. Now there's a theory about this. So in, in two thousand nine ghost story uh ghost theory conducted uh, an interview with Doris uh middle son. Mm-hmm. Brian Harris, who stated, "We all experienced some form of attack. There was uh, there was that pushing, biting, and scratching being done to us. I got pushed first night I was here, Dan. <laughs> For those of you listening, uh, we're that we're this is being recorded while we're doing our Chicago trip. Um, if you listen to those episodes, Eslov uh, did say that he was sleeping and he felt some pressure on his chest." Well, no, and it was my somebody, shoulder because I was on shoulder, my side. I'm sorry. And somebody uh, whispering uh, sweet nothings into his ear. Yeah. <laughs> so pushing, biting, yeah. scratching. Did did all this happen as well? No, I yeah. just got pushed. Okay. Ghost was trying to start a fight, but I ignored it Yeah. and went to sleep. Yeah. I was like, you don't want none of this smoke. Yeah. But we got smoke barbecued the next yeah, day. Yeah, we did. Yeah, all we right. Did. You see how I did that? You see how I did that? I yeah. All right. Uh, he described the entities as follows. It was as always like a fog, like a human, but not quite. Mm-hmm. 
During one incident, Brian, who was in his early teens at the time, attempted to intervene in his mother's attack and was thrown across the room. Uh, reading the full interview is guaranteed to send some chills down your spine. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Doris described her attack saying that there were, in fact, three entities. Two smaller ones that would hold her down while the third larger entity raped her. Why are these ghosts or poltergeists raping this woman? I didn't know this was possible. I didn't know ghosts could get pleasure from it. I've heard stories <coughs> of this type of thing uh, before. Um, there is one Netflix show. Uh, I I very much doubt the any of it is real because... I've done a little research on the people they have speaking, the real people speaking, and discovered quite a few of them are actors. The stories that they're saying, which were major events, like one of them is talking about how this guy's father, like or this girl's father, killed like thousands of people. Then I looked it up, and there was no record of that ever happening. But I digress. There's one article where they're talking about um this uh this girl who she grew up dealing with like this one weird uh, ghost thing, and then uh, it would rape her. And then she had a, a boyfriend, and he believed her with the like the whole thing was going on, and they like would they moved and they whatever, and then after a couple of years she would feel it again, and then it got to the point where she didn't want to leave the ghost, and she ended up leaving the boyfriend, and she stayed like in a house where the ghost would. What's that syndrome after. called? Um, um, Stockholm. Stockholm syndrome. Um, now, like I said, that's from a thing on Netflix, which I don't believe is real, but that's just the only one I could think of right now. Uh, but just, I've I've read stuff like that before that it's it's something that people believe to have happened. I mean, it's not like she why would she make it up? That's one. Yeah. Two, the son witnessed it, so yeah. that means he would have to be delusional on yeah. having the same types of delusions as her. Yeah. So it's very weird. Instead of poltergeist, these could be gin. Yeah, it, it, I mean it could be anything. Yeah, I know. It could be something that's not named like yeah. You know. So uh, these attacks left uh, marks on Doris' uh, body indicative of rape, including bruises on her inner thighs and throat. <clears throat> the combined testimony of the family convinced Dr. Taft to establish a base um, for monitoring paranormal activity, blah, 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 blah. No. I just want to say uh, like two more things. The entity mm. <clears throat> that I'm reading on this uh, from this article in 1982, the, the events that took place um, in the address of the house, the entity. However, many <coughs> many liberties were taken with regards to the portrayal of Dr. Taft's study of the actual entity, going as far as to depict the team capturing the entity. In reality, Dr. Taft and his team did everything they could for Doris Bithers and her family, but in the end, Bithers' family moved away, first to San Bernardino, California, then Texas, and finally back to San Bernardino. With each new move, the entity followed Bor- uh, Doris Wither- uh, shit. Doris Bithers. I was about to say Bithers. <laughs> and her family in 1980s, her children now grown, uh, Do- Doris disappeared. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. The end of the entity. In 1995, the entity's uh, real-life victim, Doris Bithers, passed away at the age of 58 of cardiovascular failure while it was stated that her death was the result of multiple organ failure. The precise cause of uh, Doris Bithers' ultimate 
death. So I guess they found her. Was never medically determined. I guess. Yeah, it says it just says her her children now grown doors disappeared, and then I guess they found her again in 1995 when she passed. Yeah. Um, that's a crazy fucking story. I no. feel so bad for. Oh, absolutely. For her to have gone through that, but it's just so weird that something like that happened. Yeah. Um, that she's um. She got just keeps getting raped yeah. by fucking ghosts. That's There's so nothing weird. Nothing you could do to stop that like you know yeah like how the fuck you catch the ghosts yeah. like where are the ghostbusters at when you need them god damn it like shit <laughs> yeah put that poltergeist away send his ass to guantanamo bay give him a cock meat sandwich so my next one's uh derek amato amato derek it's amato Amato with you the thing is if you look up derek amato uh it says he's a composer <laughs> um He's he's done music. He's a musical person. The thing is, Derek Amato in I don't have the year. Uh, he was he was uh diving, you know, going swimming. He was going for a dive and he screwed up severely, had really bad uh hand to head injury. Um, the one article I read said he had thirty five percent hearing loss. Another one said that he had thirty five percent hair loss. I don't know which one's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I like how one has nothing to do with the other, but it was thirty for five percent. Yeah, did have a way. head injury. <laughs> maybe, that maybe that is true. Maybe, but I thought that was funny. Um, but the thing is, uh, that happened. He did have some memory loss as well, not much, but something happened where he became a composer and a pianist. Now, um, this is the first time something uh, has happened to this extent. Like supposedly, he had no musical experience whatsoever, and this happened, and they say he became like a savant. Yeah. Like he's he's like a genius at music um anything music. And he said that um after it happened he would do this thing where he would close his eyes and he could see like uh he would see he see, he described them as black and white um like symbols and he knew that somehow like connecting them they wouldn't in went in a certain pattern that would suddenly like compose music. And that's the way he interpreted it. Which I thought is something pretty interesting um like i said to you this i i told this to you before um we started recording you said it's something that happened. it is it's one of those things that it's so crazy with the brain there's so much that we don't know about it that something like this can happen and this is just one example of somebody getting hit in the head like that boom you know music just imagine all the things like yeah so like there was i know there's this kid that got um i, I think also a head injury and uh he unlocked an, a drawing ability. Yeah. He can see, like, all he has to do is look at something once, and then he can draw it perfectly. Wow. So as a test, they took him on a helicopter ride of New York City yeah. from above, and then he drew the city. Wow. Um, uh, which is uh, freaking amazing. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Another thing that happens is, <laughs> I don't know if this is real or not, yeah. but it was, um, it was brought up on a podcast uh, that I listened to. It was a very funny podcast. And this one lady had some head trauma and then woke up the next day with a Chinese accent. <laughs> oh, man. Bro, this shit's... And she's fucking... Oh, I think she's like... man. I think she's British or something. And she woke up with a Chinese accent and she speaks like a Chinese person speaking English. So she just speaks English. Obviously, she, she, didn't, learn, English. she didn't learn... A, uh, a language or nothing. No, no, she speaks English Just in a Chinese, Chinese accent. accent, and it is the funniest shit. 
you've ever heard, bro. Oh my god, it is so funny. Do you know how many people probably think I kind of want to just like when she goes to like order Chinese food or something, bro? I kind of want to just bring up the video and play it and put the microphone up to it. Uh, I go for it with that. I, I don't know, I, I can't do it on my laptop because I'm recording, but yeah, it. look it up. It is so goddamn funny. Oh, this lady, man. but yeah, so the whole head trauma thing actually, Roseanne Barr is a victim of head trauma. Really? Uh, when she was younger, she got hit by a car. And uh, it's one of the reasons why she's as crazy as she is now. Okay. Um, I shouldn't say that, but... Um, the British woman apparently had a stroke and woke up with a permanent... Yeah, uh, there you accident. go, stroke. Is, um, well, uh, it's, again, brain oh, trauma. Oh, it's still brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay. I'm, I'm going to hit play. It's not physical brain trauma, but it is brain trauma. I'm going to hit play. I'll, I'll do it off my mic. I don't know if there's going to be an ad beforehand or anything, so... Uh, play it first and then see before you put on the mic. Yeah, no, no, I'm just going to... I'll figure it out. Oh, that's not it. She just looks upset, man. Uh, I am 40 years old. I live in Plema. <laughs> uh, born and bred here in Plema. Um, about five years ago now, I had a, a stroke plug <laughs> event. Uh, there's still some question as to whether it was a severe migraine or um, an actual stroke event. But whatever it was have changed um, my brain activity. So the motor skills and communication part of brain do not function very well anymore. Um, this uh, at the time was very confusing, but actually had a lot of help, a lot of support from neurologists for migraines. That's crazy. Yeah, so that's what she sounds like. And oh my God, it's so fucking funny. Um, like hearing her like story and shit. But that is just crazy, honestly, dude. I, I believe it could happen because, like you said, we know nothing about how the brain works, and this is a possibility. And it's not like she learned a new language overnight, right? Um, she could have seen uh or talked to a person of Asian descent and had that in her mind when the stroke happened, and that's what she can recognize as language. Maybe I don't know. It's it's anything's possible, but it's just it's so funny. I'm just going through the comments on YouTube and people are so just dumb. Um, one person says it sounds more like a Cantonese accent as opposed to a Mandarin accent. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Canton- <laughs> oh, well, just, yeah, yeah. Actually, who cares? Like Cantonese and, this Chin- is crazy. and Mandarin are very similar. But uh, I was thinking of the um, shit. What's the other accent? That's fucking hilarious. Uh, Another person wrote, they said, when you watch an anime once. <laughs> God damn it, man. Oh, I love people on the God internet. God damn it. They're so funny. Um, still, my favorite comment section ever is the is the Mike Tyson. I broke my back. My back is broken. Because <laughs> that, that, the comment section there, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, Mike Tyson's last fight, he got his ass beat bad. And they asked him what happened. They said uh, his response was something along the lines of, I broke my back. My back is broken. Like, what do you mean? He says spinal. Yeah. And then people just like wrote back, went into the comments. My back is broken. Yeah. Spinal. And people went into the comment section and would just say something within like those, like uh, using those syllables. And it's, it's, I like to call them Mike Tysonisms. And it is, <laughs> it is the funniest thing ever. Do you remember any of them? No, I would have to look them up. I don't remember any okay. of them. Um, uh, look some of them up while I go on my uh, next uh, number four. Okay, I didn't do my four yet, but go. Well, you did three, right? Yeah. Did I do three? Yeah, yeah, I did three. You did your. This is your third. No, I did. I did a Kentucky meat shower. 
<laughs> I did. Uh, yeah, I did. I did three. I did yeah, three. So I did three. So it'll because I went first. So. Okay, go. Yeah, yeah so good. I'll do my fourth I'll while look you look that up. So my fourth um, mystery is the mysterious case of Eliza Lamb. That's E L I S A. It's probably Eliza. Eliza Lamb. L A M. Okay, she is Asian. Um, so this mystery is really weird, right? Um, one second. I'm sorry. Let me just gather my thoughts. Uh, I did. I did find my mic ties and stuff. If you want. Okay, to go for it. Okay, so, uh, what he said was, let me just rewind it real quick. Okay, so, god damn it. I broke my back. My back is broken. Spinal. So I broke my back. My back. My back is broken. Spinal. Then you go into the comment section and you see things like I broke my bike. My bike is broken. Cycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this person calls it uh, a tycoon. Oh, a tycoon. <laughs> That's what they're called. I like okay. that. My tattoo. I tattooed my face. My face is tattooed. Tribal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what else we got? I have a notebook. What kind of notebook? Spiral. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, man. I broke my surfboard. My surfboard is broken. Title. <laughs> I love these. Yeah. No, those are fucking hilarious. Uh, I have no pigment. My pigment's broken. Albino. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. so yeah check that out if you get the chance with the with the what's called the tycoon yeah the so tycoon. so what were you saying uh yes yeah, so uh eliza lamb the case of eliza lamb is one uh very mysterious case in february 2013 very recent this 20 uh, which is crazy because i never heard of this case um especially for it being so Recent, in February 2013, this 21-year-old student from Vancouver, Canada, was found dead inside the Cecil, S E, uh, sorry, C E C I L Hotel's rooftop water tank in Los I Angeles. I know of this. What's her name? <clears throat> Eliza Lamb. Yes, I do know about this. Yeah, I've seen the video of the of the elevator. Yeah, thing. so I watched the video. Yeah. It is so weird. Yeah. So she she comes into the elevator. Uh, she hits a bunch of buttons, yeah. and she stands in the elevator, nowhere near the door, yeah. and the door doesn't close. Yeah. Okay? So she's like, she's kind of looking around. And she's so like, keeps on looking at it. She's like, she's yeah. looking around like, so, so she's looking she's around, and she steps towards the door, and she like peeks out and whatever, yeah. and then she comes back in and hides in the corner, mm -hmm. and kind of like puts her back to the corner like she's hiding from someone or something or whatever. Yeah. And then she comes back out, looks again, and then she starts talking to herself. Now, we don't know if she's talking to herself or not, but she's talking to something. Yeah. And she's moving her hands in these weird mannerisms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she kind of like hides again. And then she, so when she got in the elevator, she pressed like a row of buttons mm -hmm. uh, vertically. Mm -hmm. And then when she gets out of the elevator and stays out of the elevator, the door closes and the elevator starts working again normally. Mm -hmm. So we don't know what happened. This could be another poltergeist thing or another ghost thing where it didn't allow the elevator to move or whatever it is. They don't yeah. know. It could be that. I mean, it could be a fucked up elevator. It could be a situation where she's close enough to the sensor that. She wasn't. 
She wasn't. She was more, I haven't seen this. I saw. When, what year was this? Uh, 2013. I think so, I literally saw it maybe 2015, so I don't really remember. Yeah, no, there is no way she was close enough to the sensor no. where the doors wouldn't close. Okay. So I was wondering. I, I thought she was holding the door open button or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she wasn't, and um, the doors just didn't close. It was so weird. Um, from the police report, right? The mm. body of Eliza Lamb had been decomposing in the water tower yep. for 19 days. She was found naked with her belongings floating beside her body, um, covered in a sand-like substance. There is no suicide note. The door to the roof uh, was locked and alarmed, raising uh, questions about how she could get on the roof in the first place. Additionally, you needed a ladder and a strong arm to climb the water tank and get inside there was no ladder on the scene eliza was five foot five and weighed 121 pounds mm-hmm. um very creepy but the cecil hotel has a dark history does it it does um built in the 1920s um <clears throat> was uh a cecil hotel was quickly um upstaged by more glamorous hotels located near the infamous skid row area mm-hmm. the hotel began renting rooms um on a long-term basis for cheap prices uh a police uh, a policy that attracted a shiftier crowd the hotel's reputation quickly went from shifty to morbid uh when it became notorious for numerous suicides murders um as well as lodging famous serial killers Mm. um Satanist and serial killer Richard Ramirez lived at the hotel while he terrorized the streets of Los Angeles in the mid-80s. It's believed he murdered 13 people while staying at the hotel. Mm -hmm. Austrian uh, serial killer Jack Unterweger also stayed at the hotel in 1991. He murdered three prostitutes during his time. Uh, one more thing. Another strange coincidence. Shortly after the discovery of Eliza Lamb's uh, body, a deadly outbreak of tuberculosis occurred in Skid Row uh, near Cecil Hotel. Hmm. Uh, you probably won't believe the name of the test kit used uh, in these kinds of situation. It's Lamb Eliza. L-A-M-E-L-I-S-A. Hmm. That is a hazardous synchronicity. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure that test was named before her. Yeah, yeah. it's just it's fucking, just a weird occurrence. Yeah, uh, um, coincidence, really. It's it's interesting. Yeah, it it could be like her spirit getting vengeance. Um, I don't know what happened to her. This seems like a very very creepy story. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised it's the, you've never heard of it before. I've never heard of it. Uh, yeah. One other thing, her Tumblr account uh posted for six months after she, her passing mm-hmm. uh people say that it could she could have timed the post ahead of time yeah. and they just um uploaded on their own yeah. between but that that's still or somebody creepy. logging also, into it or they also never found her phone yeah um one last thing there's another strange death link to the hotel mm-hmm. uh in nineteen forty seven a local resident called Betty Bersinger walked through a vacant lot in uh, Lamert Park, Los Angeles. She spotted uh, what at first appeared to be a discarded store mannequin. Mm. As a pe- as Betty got closer, it became clear she stumbled upon the most horrific murder of the 20th century. Actress Elizabeth Short had been murdered 
uh, all of the blood from her body had been drained mm. and she had been completely uh, severed severed at the waist i think i heard about this yeah this one i don't know the killer had uh carved a smile on her face and mutilated the body her cadaver had been arranged in such a way that led police to speculate that it was a ritual killing of some sort yeah. there's some creepy fucking shit happening in los angeles what yeah, the man. fuck <clears throat> L- yeah la's always been like the black man. dahlia yeah exactly um, there's that jeez man yeah no there's there yeah no it's a creepy i wonder if this hotel's still open creepy place Possibly. Hey, we're in a haunted hotel right hey, now. Hey, next right? time we go to Los Angeles, I know where we're staying. There you go. Just find one haunted hotel to another. Yeah, man. All right. Um, my next one, not not as scary, but still weird. Um, it's the case of Benjamin Kyle. Benjamin Kyle. Benjamin. What's Kyle. his real name? Um, it was a joke from the Sam thing. I'm trying to remember, but that's not his real name. Oh, so, shit, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I have to check the thing. Okay. But, yeah, so Benjamin Kyle, what happened was there is this person had to go to work at Burger King, right? He's going to Burger King. He's doing his thing. He's probably having a bad day. I don't know why, but he's having a bad day. And you know what happens? He goes around the back, finds a beat-up naked man who doesn't know what the hell's going on. He's got a severe head injury. He's been... Beating the shit. He's got uh he's got bites from like red ants like all over him and shit. He's like all bruised. They call an ambulance. The guy gets taken to a hospital. They say, What's your name? He's like, I think it's Benjamin, but with two A's. Doesn't know what's going on. He had real bad cataracts. They fixed his eyes up after a couple months. He looked into a mirror and he looked a lot older than he could last remember seeing himself from what he could remember. Mm-hmm. This man lost twenty years of his life. Didn't know what was going on. People were trying to find, uh, like, fingerprints and all this other stuff. They couldn't figure it out. This is 2004. So it's not like it was a long time ago, but yeah. there was no fingerprint, like, record or nothing. They couldn't figure out anything about this man. So he's just trying to go through life at this point, working odd jobs here and there. Um, apparently there were, like, things people put up online to try to donate money to this guy to help him out. Um, he couldn't get – he wasn't allowed to do certain things because he didn't have social security number or anything. Uh, apparently he wasn't issued a new one even though what was going on because he what he had to be somebody yeah and it was it was weird uh he said when he first went into a car he wasn't sure if he was a member how to drive but it kind of just like kicked in and he was like okay so i know how to drive a car i just think it's crazy because this guy just he just literally to him he wakes up in a fucking burger king and doesn't know what the fuck's going on um in 2015 uh, they finally figure out what's going on, and uh, they figure they locate his uh, his family. He has relatives in like uh, I think it was in South Carolina or something like that. Was it because of like twenty three and Me and shit? I don't know. It, it's just the, it was. A, I think it was a combination of like they were looking into like FBI stuff, this, that, and the other. And his real name ended up being William Burgess Powell. Okay, not even close to what he said. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I just thought it was crazy. Like the, I mean, not so much that he lost his memory. That's something that happens. The fact that nobody was able to get any documents on this guy for what nine years how the fuck's that happen 2004 to 2015 yeah that's like, 11 i'm sorry wow i can't do math <laughs> i was thinking inverse you know okay. what i mean but um but yeah it's like in 2004 there's no record of this guy that's fucking insane that's that's that was the mystery to me yeah like that it or took that this they long. couldn't find his family quick enough because computers were around at that time and yeah that's when we started high school yeah. yeah yeah and apparently like he did okay maybe maybe not as apparently he did an ama like ask me anything on reddit mm-hmm. where like he literally was just like hey if anybody thinks they've seen me before help me out 
Yeah. And like one guy's like, oh, I think I saw you working at this one place. And like, it was like, that's, he was like, he resorted to that yeah. at that point. Um, but he knows who he is now. He's, um, does he's 71 years old at the moment. He's li- he was born in Indiana. Does his family know what happened to him or? Uh, no, from what I was reading, nobody knows what the hell happened. He just disappeared one day and was found. I mean, I don't know if he was gone for that long. It's like it looked like he had cut ties with a lot of people in his family. Mm -hmm. Um, So for many years, he was unable to obtain. Okay, search for identity. User based on close to Kansas and North Carolina, but the U.S. covers the user sparse and includes Colleen Fitzpatrick attempted to create a family tree for Kyle based on DNA tests. Uh, This is where they discovered identity. Cousins were he had cousins in the Western Carolinas. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. DNA would be the quickest way. Yeah, but I mean, eleven years. Well, I, I the, that technology wasn't around at the time, or wasn't yeah. used for that purpose at the time. Yeah, two Reddit, two people from Reddit claimed that it looked that they remember him working in a Waffle House in uh, in Georgia. Um. Okay, so uh, maybe he just lost a chunk of time and didn't know where he was, and something happened. And yeah, maybe he just he just wasn't his immediate family didn't want anything to do with him. Maybe he they died, something like that, anything. But um yeah, from nobody knew what the fuck happened. It was crazy. Hmm. That is that is crazy. No. Yeah. Um it's just I'm trying to think of like what could have caused it. Like could it have been like a traumatic event that caused him to black out and forget years of his life or um was he taken because you said he was found beaten he, up he was found like beat to hell like he had a lot of um bruises all over him they said his head specifically had um oh, i forgot what the the exact term they used it wasn't concussions it was um, I, I forgot the exact wording um and i i can't find it. i'm using a different article um uh, maybe he was taken and because of the severe beating he he it the trauma blocked out the some memories. Yeah. Oh yeah. Apparently, he was on Doctor Phil even. Yeah. Oh man, a lot of crazy shit happens in this world that we don't know about. Yeah, man. Like crazy, and not for crazy. Because right now I have it pulled up on Wikipedia, and it's like they have a picture of the guy, and he, he man, he's got everything figured out now. Obviously, the man st- looks confused. It's all held in this pic. He's like, "What the fuck is that?" Like as they were taking the picture, look at this man's face. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, is that a camera? He's like, what's happening? What do you mean? What is a Burger King? <laughs> like, oh my god! He's of all like, places, why Burger King? I don't know. I don't know. That's why. There was I, no sur- in two thousand and four. There should have been surveillance. Was there no surveillance at this Burger King? I guess not. Damn, Crazy man. man. So what's uh, that's my four? What's your five? My fifth. My fifth. My fifth. My fifth. Um, that is the Taman Shud case. I th- I want to say I came across it, but I didn't like click it. Taman Shud case in 1948, a dead man was found on uh, Somerton Beach, Australia, mm-hmm. with the cause of death, uh, cause of death, and identity of the man both being unknown. What separates this case from uh, the others is that. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. Many uh, kids, They thought it, it was like international espionage or something. Uh, but what happened was when they found the guy, there was there was no like they couldn't figure out a cause of death. And um, 
Despite being uh, newly deceased, no one has been able to identify the man mm-hmm. who carried no identification or passport, mm-hmm. only a pack of English cigarettes, juicy fruit gum, several unused train tickets, and the most mysterious of scrap of last, uh, mysteriously a scrap of the last page of the Rubiyat of Omar Kayat. Kayat, a, a collection that? of Persian Sufi poems. Okay. Uh, and a very rare book at the time. Okay. When was this? Uh, 1948. Okay. So that piece of paper was sewed into a hidden compartment in his pants. On a scrap, on this scrap, the words "Taman Shud," it is finished in Persian. Mm. Right. Um, were wrote. Uh, uh, let's okay. Before I continue. That's some crazy shit. Mm-hmm. That uh, I can see why they thought it was like some espionage yeah, or yeah, some yeah, shit yeah. like that, some spy shit. Yeah. Um it could be like a serial killer thing where he used that and put it in and it's like it is finished like I I did what I had to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like a calling card. Yeah, exactly. Um man, there's so much with it that could have happened. Um the crazy thing is that they can't identify him. <clears throat> Again, this is 1948, so at the time, the way they I- were identifying people isn't as it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wonder if they still have some of his DNA. They can run it through like 23andMe and stuff to like that. To figure out what the whole happened. Or to try to figure out his identity. Um, a, t- uh, a tip came in, uh, came forward f- that a private citizen living in Somerton had such a book. Upon examining the book, the investigators noted that not only the final page was missing, but a jumble of letters was written on the inside back cover. Uh, tests showed uh, the paper found on the body matched the book, and police assumed the writing was some kind of code. According to the man who remained anonymous several weeks uh, before the body was found, he had left a copy of that book in his car unlocked. Uh, cryptologists have uh, have been unable to break the code. And um, the autopsy re- revealed absolutely nothing aside from the fact that the man had eaten shortly before his death. No apparent case, uh, no apparent cause of death led authorities to assume poisoning. Yet taxology reports found no identical poisons in the body. Uh, last thing, three years earlier, in which a Singaporean man by the name of George Marshall was found dead in Sydney. No cause of death could be determined, and a copy of the Rubiat was found on his body as well. Hmm. So somebody's killing people and dumping them off in Australia somewhere with that shit as a calling card. That's crazy. Um, again, it could be some uh, either secret order or spies or some type of... Um, uh, how do I want to say, uh, like organization yeah. uh, that is taking care of business and dropping bodies like flies. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's When you first started talking about it, I thought it was going to be, um, there's this one that I remember reading about and I couldn't find it. I specifically wanted to use it. I didn't because I couldn't remember all the details, but uh, there was a person, he wasn't dead though, uh, where he showed up in an airport. He got off a plane uh and he was, it was somewhere in Europe, I want to say. Uh, he gets off the plane. He had to go through customs. He um he didn't have, uh, they showed, he gave his ID, and it was from this country that doesn't exist. 
<laughs> and they're just like, what the hell is this? And they look at it, and it's supposed to be like this official document, this, that, and the other. And they're like, this is bullshit. Like, this country doesn't exist. He's like, no, it is. This, that, and the other. And then they're like asking questions about it. And he get, he basically told them the history of this country. And he's like, no, this country is this. It was founded this year. Our president is this. This is what happened. And we were one time at war with these people over here. And it was like this whole thing. And it's just like any question he had, they had, he had an answer for and he would mention, like, if they were at war, it would be with another country that did exist. And it was something like that. And nobody had ever heard of it. So they're just like, fuck, put him in jail. Fuck it. We don't know what to do with this guy. Because they couldn't send him back to the made-up country. Um, so, so where did he get on the plane from or the boat? I don't – like I said, that's why I wanted to check this. Because I don't I, – I can't, I can't find the article. Maybe okay. this was all in my fucking brain. I don't know. But um, it was a thing. Supposedly they put him in prison. And then uh, they said that he had escaped from it or some shit like that. And then he just disappeared. Nobody ever heard of this guy ever again. But uh, I, the first second, I thought that's where you were going to go with, with this story. I was like, oh, shit, that's not found it. But uh, I don't know. And yeah, and I've been trying to look for that article for a while now. I haven't couldn't find it. But anyway, my thing is, um, my last one, is the dancing plague of 1518. That dancing plague was, uh, was Kevin Bacon there? Yeah, yeah. He just he made everyone dance till they died. <laughs> no, so... The dancing plague, or the dance epidemic of 1518, was a case of dancing mania that occurred in Strasbourg, Alsace, also now uh, modern, now known as modern-day France, and the Holy Roman Empire in July 1518. Around 400 people took to dancing for days without rest, and over the period of about one month. And over over the period of about one month, some of those affected collapsed or even died of heart attack, stroke, or exhaustion. If you guys can hear a siren right now, that's on our end. It's not somebody trying to pull you over for listening to a podcast. <laughs> um. So, yeah, there was a dancing outbreak. It started in July. There was this woman named Frau Trophia who began to dance fervently in a street in Strasbourg. Um, it lasted between four and six days. Within a week, 34 of the people joined in. Within a month, there were about 400 people, mostly female. Um, like I said, some of them died. Uh, one report indicates that for a period, that for a period, the plague killed around 15 people per day. However, the sources uh, of the city of Strasbourg at the time events did not mention the number of deaths or even if there were fatalities. So that's not, nobody's sure about that. Now, they went to see, like, doctors and shit. And try to figure out what's happening. Now, when I read that, I just pictured... So, somebody went to a doctor's office, and they're just fucking just rocking out, just dancing. <laughs> the doctor's like, doctor, I don't know what to do. I need help right now. And they just hit a split real quick. Like, <laughs> supposedly... She, what, can't do, she can't stop doing the cha-cha slide. <laughs> and supposedly... Trying, sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, you're Do- good. Doctor's trying to talk to them. They're like, to the left. <laughs> to the right. <laughs> cha-cha real smooth. <laughs> and the the... The solution that the doctors and the authorities came up with was like, you just got to dance it out. That was their <laughs> that was their solution. Walk it off. Just keep going. Just yeah. keep doing it. Yeah. So what they did is they they um, opened up different like uh, like halls and stuff. They even built a stage for them to dance, and they hired musicians to like rotate and take turns playing music so that the people could keep on dancing. <laughs> and uh, after uh, let me see, it was marathon. Okay, the, they say that. Um, it, it was so intense that uh, marathon runners of now and now times could not handle that amount of cardiac activity. Um, 
so the the theory is that people think there might have been some type of food poisoning caused by toxic and psychoactive chemical products of ergot fungi. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they used it for baking bread, uh, baking bread, and ergot ergotamine is the main psychoactive in that. Uh, people also think that, uh, the people, they also say that it is structurally related to the drug, uh, lysergic acid, DFL, um, the, uh, LSD. Yeah. So people think maybe LSD was in their system and that had something to do with it. That's one thing they found out later about, uh, Salem witch trials. Literally, it was just about to get to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, so the same fungus has also been implicated in other major historical anomalies, including the Salem witch trials. Um, so they, but they say that this theory does not seem uh, tenable since it is unlikely that those poisoned by ergot could have danced for days at a time, nor would so many people have reacted to its psychotropic chemicals in the same way. Yeah. The ergotism uh, theory also fails to explain that virtually every outbreak occurred somewhere along the Rhine and Moselle rivers, uh, areas linked by water, with, but with quite different climates and crops. So nobody knows exactly what happened. They think it's some form of just mass hysteria. Where just people just That's possible. You know, they people dance they dance if they want to and they left their friends behind. Yeah. And if their friends didn't dance, then there are no friends of mine. Yeah, I know. That <laughs> well their friends that didn't dance survive. So Yeah, well. exactly. But I just I, I just think that's just crazy. And then there's like uh there's like an artist rendition of like exactly what happened. <laughs> of course there is. <laughs> and it's just it's like it's like made in the that vein of like old school paintings where it is and it's just miserable looking people just dancing. <laughs> that's dancing yeah well it looks like they're wrestling that's dancing man there's not much right. of a difference yeah right. that one looks like she's there's dying. a lot of a difference but okay uh, i can't dance you know okay. what i'm saying i don't know that's probably how i would dance just like that <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but yeah dancing plague of 15 18 dancing plague of 15 19 18 15 19 what happened in 15 19? it happened again and came back well, it was fifteen. Is the school year of fifteen eighteen to fifteen nineteen? <laughs> <laughs> God damn you! It was the it was the homecoming dancing mania, ladies and, and gentlemen. And, Tr- and Trudy wanted to be yeah. the fucking homecoming queen, but they didn't pick her, so she cursed them, and they danced until they died. Dancing plague of fifteen eighteen. Okay. <laughs> um. That brings us to the end of uh, this segment that I already forgot the name of, like Dan said. Yep. Um, <laughs> do you remember? Uh, the History's Mysteries? The History's Mysteries. I like yeah. it. I yeah. like it. Yeah. I'm forgetting Not enough again. to remember. Yeah. I'm, well, you know my memory. I'm fucking old as shit. Yeah. Um, final thoughts? Life, man. Life is weird. My final thought <laughs> is, um, I don't know. I feel like I might. Uh, hallucinate again tonight hopefully not (laughs) but after going through all this shit and all the craziness um my mind might play tricks on me again we still gotta go eat yeah i know i know (laughs) still early though still got a couple hours yeah um thank you everyone for listening and supporting the podcast uh please take your time and um like subscribe share review uh rate the podcast um also the best way for our podcast to grow is word of mouth. So if you like it and enjoy it, mouth them you, words. Tell your friends about it. <laughs> uh, spread the word about us. And uh, thank you so much. Yeah. Have a great week. And you know what? And if the person doesn't know how to download the podcast, you grab their phone, you do it for them. Yeah. Download that podcast. Do it. Do it.